Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Who doesn't want a little bit of epic in their life? Let me tell you. Hey everyone, my name is Ranchelle Van Bryce and you are here with me whether you're live or listening afterwards on the show Ignite Your Success on Inspired Choices Network. And today's show, ooh, how to use faith to fuel your business. Faith as in F, period, A, period, I, period, oh, can I do this on live? Live, T, period, H, or it actually could be faith as well. So success titans such as Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Mark Cuban, J.K. Rowling, and others like them have one defining trait in common. They all possess an unwavering belief in the possibility of their success. Now, this may be an obvious notion, but here is the prerequisite. You must be able to consistently uphold the belief that you can and will succeed. That's a quote taken from Inc. magazine that I found on uh, on success. But specifically, when I was Googling um, more success titans that talk openly about their faith. So is this faith, what they're, what they're thinking in this success of this belief in themselves? Is it confidence or is it ego? So I'm going to share with you, talk with you today a little bit about faith, my definition of faith, uh, how I believe that faith does have a place in business, and a different definition or a couple of different meanings about faith using the acronym faith, F period, A period, I period, T period, and H period. But before I dig in, let me just share a little bit about myself. I'm an entrepreneurial success coach and uh, have recently started calling myself a metaphysical mentor. So if if you've heard me speak before, you'll notice that's a new title. And I added that because I have been following the world of spirit, oh my goodness, for a very long time. Uh, I would say I was that closet woohoo person until about three years ago and have always been uh, spiritual in nature, grew up in uh, as a Catholic and always had, um, I guess, a challenge with the with religion and with the word God. And I'm really going to actually dive a little bit into, I'm not going to spend a lot of time in there, but I will talk about religion and God for a moment as we talk about faith. So I want to start with uh, faith uh, as far as the acronym. And it was f- lots of fun for me because I came up with two, di- two different acronyms and I'll spend a bit of time digging into it. But first of all, faith as in fearlessness, awareness, intuition, thoughtfulness, thoughtfulness, and holistic. But I also realized that when I'm, um, when I'm in faith, when I'm being faith, when I have faith, I'm at a place where I move from something that's fearful or fear-filled to fearless. And I move my energy from achievement, so A, achievement-oriented to awareness, from irritated, so that's the I, to intuition. And I move myself from tactics, which of course is the T in faith, to thoughtfulness, and I move from 
holy shit to holistic uh, because there's lots of holy shit moments in my life and in my business. And I, as I was thinking about how to talk about faith in a way that's connected to success and also knowing that the word faith and the word God can be a trigger. And so I thought I would really kind of start there, right. And start with this trigger, this trigger word, because a lot of people are triggered by God and triggered by religion. And so what I share is spirituality for me and my perspective is different than religion. We have a challenge with the word God and with the word religion because we give meaning to those words, meaning we have a definition of or there's some sort of experience that we have, right? And the word God now is often tied to religion. And God is not religion. Religion is religion. And so if the word God triggers you, then then find a word truly. I mean, there's things that we can do to work on the trigger, but find a word that doesn't trigger you. Is it spirit, divine intelligence, super intelligent, uh, consciousness, Christ consciousness, Allah, Buddha, I mean, higher power. There are a gazillion, a gazillion different ways to think about God or think about Christ consciousness but that energy of there's a higher power. And I learned about the word higher power when I was 14 and I was going to Alatine. That's in the 12 steps. And so for the longest time, I switched out the word God to higher power because I did have a challenge with God and with religion. And that was simply because the meaning that I gave it was when I prayed to God, nothing happened. And more specifically, when I prayed to God that my mom would behave right? My mom uh, is, um, was in a crazy making place of her own because my dad was drinking. So my dad suffered from alcoholism. And my mom's reaction to that was one of a crazy making place. So there was many times that I prayed to God that he would take me away and put me in a different family, or that my dad would sober up or that my mom wouldn't be so in an insert mean, angry, frustrated, and that never happened, of course, until until my dad hit bottom and then he sobered up and joined AA. So I certainly had a rough relationship with God. And as I moved into the world of spirit, as I moved into working with divine intelligence, I still had challenges with that word. I still had challenges with the word God and, and, and religion. And I, and I was challenged with faith. I was challenged with the word faith as well. So I'm going to share with you um, a couple of different things. So I'm just gonna, I have a book. Uh, I love this book. God Works Through Faith is a book. Uh, I teach out of this book. It's by Dr. Robert A. Russell. It's fantastic. So before I share some of the teachings from this book, I really actually want to talk about the, the definition of faith. So according to the dictionary, the Webster's Dictionary, the online, one definition is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So we think about faith and then the definition, one is to complete trust or have complete confidence in someone or something. Well, no wonder this is so damn difficult for the human species. Right, because we we as a species don't have mm, some people do. A lot of people don't have complete trust. We don't we don't we don't have that. And why? Because we don't completely trust ourselves. So it's very difficult to trust somebody else 
if you can't trust yourself. Now, you could do a whole episode and why don't you trust yourself? One reason why you don't trust yourself is because when you make a commitment to do something, you may or may not follow through, right? So you might say something like, oh, I'm going to do these 25 things on my task list, which by the way is too many things to do. And then you don't do 25. You might do three, you might do one, you might do 23. But the way that your brain is wired, all it sees and feels and experiences, oh, you didn't make your commitments. So the lack of faith, this lack of complete trust or confidence is really a lack of faith in yourself. It's a mirror for you, a lack of complete trust and confidence in yourself. So no wonder we have a difficult time with faith. But what if we looked at faith with a new lens? What if we gave faith a different meaning? And here's some of the ones that I absolutely love. And this is from uh, God Works Through Faith. And I'm just going to pop on my reading glasses so I don't strain. Where did faith come from? You were born with the characteristic of faith, for it is inherent in man. Protected from the moment of your conception, you emerged into the world with the expectation of continued security. You accepted the loving care of your parents, food, shelter, guidance, without question. You not only accepted, but demanded in a loud, imperious voice the things you gave it gave you emotional and physical comfort. You took your first steps in confidence in the loving hand that held you, and you were not too discouraged by a few bumps and tumbles. You smiled and expected in return. You accept a job, expressing faith in your potential. You marry with faith in the one you've chosen and faith in their power to provide for your family. In other words, you have faith in yourself, and that is actually faith in the God within you. And so I've observed is as we lose faith, it's because we've lost faith in us. And the tie-in is that if we are an expression of God, right, and we start losing faith in ourselves, does it not make sense then that we start to lose faith in what some people have referred to as God or higher power or spirit or divine intelligence? So what if we, again, reframe faith even further? What if we said that faith is the substance of things hoped for? Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith means that we're confident in what we hope for and convinced of what we do not see. Faith is the belief that you have the power to do all things. Faith is a magnetic power that tracks the answers to your prayers. Success, reduced to its lowest and simplest terms, is faith expressed in action. Faith is the means by which we identify ourselves with the allness of divine spirit. Desire is impressed upon the subconscious mind through feeling, and faith holds the idea of desire in the substance, right, in the formless substance until it takes form. Faith 
is not just a stirring up of the imagination, but it's an actual power which acts upon our words. Faith enables us to see things as divine sees them without blur or distortion. Faith is the moving force in all creative process. And faith is an individual power. What if we looked at faith like that? What if we removed religion from faith? We and still bring in divine source energy, higher power, creative spirit. Understanding there is a higher power at play, but not having it that it's outside of ourselves. So I'm going to say that again. Faith isn't outside of ourselves. And I think the challenge we have with the word faith or with the word God or even religion is that that's something outside of ourselves. And, and we're asking something outside of ourselves to fulfill ourselves. And the thing is, you actually don't need anything other than your own connection to divine spirit. Uh, I pulled an oracle card before I started, and this is from the Work Your Light oracle card. This is from uh, this particular deck <clears throat> from Rebecca Campbell. This is one of my favorites. And I pulled the Pillar of Light card for us. And it says, your vibration is rising and you are the oracle. Now, what does that mean? It means that you are the oracle. You are divine light. You are the light. You are a fractal of energy. It's funny, I talked about this in my morning um, call this morning that I do. You are a fractal of divine source energy. You are a piece of a fractal of energy. You are divine source energy. And so what this means is that you don't need to seek outside of yourself for validation, for approval, you're not doing anything wrong. Oop, almost knocked my mic over. You're not messing things up. But we can seek out guides. We can seek out mentors. We can seek out coaches. I'm a coach. I have a coach. I'm a mentor. I have mentors. Right? And it's not that they need to validate anything. Right? Validate my value or validate if I'm channeling correctly. But rather... They're a source of energy for me to tap into in a sense of they're my mirror, right? They're my mirror. And it's really funny because Bruce on the show before was talking about how children are our mirrors. Everyone is, is our mirror. So we can tap into our own divine source energy. We can have faith. We can be of faith. And it has nothing to do with religion but more tapping into your own divine source energy. And the reason we lack faith is because we lack trust and confidence in ourselves. And so we lack trust and confidence in ourselves because we don't, we don't keep our commitments and we don't keep our commitments. I, I, it is of my opinion that we don't keep our commitments there's a few reasons, but one reason, if I go to achievement oriented, so the faith, when the acronym was achievement, moving from achievement to awareness, it is we're so damn busy trying to get stuff, achieve stuff, have more. Having more is not wrong or bad, 
But when it comes from the space of I don't have enough, therefore I want more. And I need to achieve this thing because I don't have this thing. That's from a place of lack. And it puts us in this really, really strong energy of achievement-oriented energy, which for women can be um, accessing too much of our masculine, uh, our divine masculine energy, which puts us, puts us in a state of we don't have enough, we aren't enough, which puts us in a state of lack, and which puts us in a state of mistrust and fear. Oh, that was a lot. So what if we could look at faith differently? What if you weren't triggered by the word faith? What if you redefined what the meaning of faith is for you? So after the break, we're going to go to a break here. After the break, I'll share with you my own experience of how I move from fear-filled to fearless and how I still do that because I'm um, the definition of fearless is to have no fear. And I still have fear, but there are steps and processes that I use to move into a place where I can feel less fear. I am no longer full of fear. I am no longer fearful or fear filled. So let's go to break. Thank you so much, everyone. My name is Rand Sean. You're on Inspired Choices Network with and my show is Ignite Your Success. Thanks. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. My name is Ranchell, and you are here on Inspired Choices Network with uh, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. That's a lot of S words, a lot of igniting, a lot of success. I just want to thank the studio audience. Here we have a guest here who's watching the show. Karen, thank you so much for being here live. Karen also has a show here on Inspired Choices Network. She was one of our speakers at our summit that we just did. We, sorry, Candice McKim, who's another host here on, on Inspired Choices Network. Myself and a friend of ours, Samantha, we had a summit last week called the uh, Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. 
uh, Inspired Choices Network actually was one of our was our sponsor for it, and Karen was a speaker. So I encourage you to go check Karen out at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See where her show is. She's a fantastic woman. Uh, super excited to have her in my life. Uh, I bring that up because connections actually very important to me. I, it's interesting. I was writing some marketing materials today for my new, I have a new program coming out called the Sacred Art of Business. And I was thinking about from a marketing perspective, right? Had my marketing hat on and why would, why would coaches and consultants and energy workers and healers want to join the Sacred Art of Business Academy? And I thought, you know what? Connection isn't just a word. It's actually a value that I have. And I don't believe in just saying, yeah, let's stay connected. And then I don't. And so when I use those words with people, when I say I really want to stay connected, it's because I really do want to stay connected. And if I don't want to, I actually don't offer it. So it's not like a connection as in I connect with everyone. But I probably like you feel kind of called to connect with certain individuals. And so I, I uh, want to invite you truly to connect with me. I know we're over the airwaves and there's thousands of people listening and truly uh, it would be great to have a conversation with you. I'm easy to find. You can email me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca or you can find me on any of the regular social media channels. Uh, you can Google my name, Ranchelle, and I think I'm one of three individuals other than there is a great resort that I've heard that's in the Philippines. I've not been yet, and it's named uh, long after I was born. So easy to find, would love to connect with you. Come and check us out, come in and, uh, and be connected so that we can have some serious conversation because that's my favorite part of what I do in, in my life. So before I went to break, I gave you some new uh, ways of looking at faith, um, new meanings, maybe even adding definition, right? so that we can look at faith in the perspective of what it means to bring faith into business. You know, years ago, my mom and dad uh, actually are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs as well. They just sold their hotel in Saskatchewan, which is where I grew up. And I remember years ago, my mom sharing with me that there was no place in business for personal beliefs. And uh, I remember her really splitting like her personal life away from her business and her showing up one way in business and a different way at home, or at least that was my perspective. And so when I owned my, when I started to work for people, so, I, you know, I went into, I would have one personality at home and one personality in business. And then when I became an entrepreneur myself, I really thought like that I had to separate, keep everything kind of siloed, right? And as I started to get into the spiritual and personal development world, and I started to see that there was no siloing, right? Like if I'm having challenges in this area of my life, damn it, it seeps over into this area of my life. There's no like brick wall. And um, in about 2000 and let me see, I think it was about 2003, I joined a multi-level marketing company that had uh, was uh, promoting and selling bioidentical hormones. And I owned Curves franchises at the time. And there was a, a, and there still is a great need for bioidentical hormones. And so when I joined this company, I had noticed that the CEO and his family were very 
faith-based. They had a very strong connection and to God. And I remember asking Matt, like, you talk about God a lot. Aren't you afraid, right, that people aren't going to join your company if you talk about God? And he said, that's okay, Ranchelle, because A, uh, I don't want people to join the company if they don't believe in some sort of higher power. It doesn't have to be God, but I want people who believe in spirit. And I thought that was really interesting. And so I asked him, why is that? And he said, because we can uh, achieve all things through God, right? And that's not the perfect quote, I get that. But what became apparent to me was this strong connection that he had. And it didn't matter what challenge was brought to him. He, in faith, knew that the challenge would be overcome. And I noticed that he had way more peace and serenity than I did. And so I really started to explore his way of thinking in the sense of how do you bring divine intelligence into your business? right without and and truly it's always was always been without pissing a lot of people off like that was really how i felt that thought alone is one of lack right means that i uh, i have to care what other people think of me because what happens if someone doesn't like me or doesn't doesn't respect me or doesn't or doesn't believe in what i believe in they're not going to support me in business which is a limiting belief which is passed on from my parents and, and that was their experience. So it wasn't something that they made up. They actually had experienced that. So as I started to kind of wrestle with my faith and, and uh, be more connected to divine, at that time it was a, a, div a divine spirit, um, brought back in my Alateen days of higher power, started to be more connected with divine intelligence, divine spirit. Uh, took Reiki and all of those things, I started to see the gaps of when I had a lack or loss of faith. And when I brought faith into my everyday world, and it became a practice. And for me, it really is a practice. For me, faith, whether it's the acronym, which I'm going to get to, or whether it's faith as in defined in the dictionary, <laughs> or defined by uh, Robert, Dr. Robert Russell, Having faith allows me to create, to feel more prosperity, even if there was a lack of, of like finances, but more importantly, a peace of mind and serenity to know that everything happens for me and nothing is happening to me and that every obstacle that I've faced and like you um, that are listening or here live, I'm sure you've had a few obstacles. I know I've had several few <laughs> obstacles that I've had to had to face. But it gave me this sense of comfort to know there was a purpose. And I don't believe in a punishing God, like my God is not a punishing God. My God is that you asked to up level Ranchelle, you asked to be prosperous, prosperous. So in order for this to happen, these are the things that you need to work through. These are the limiting beliefs that you need to let go. Faith for me really is, and this is one of my favorite definitions is is the bridge between the physical and the spiritual world right i talk a lot about in my practice i'm the bridge i'm the old way of doing business and to the bridge to the new way of doing business i'm the old way of sales and marketing to the new way of sales and marketing i'm the old way of um letting go of of limiting beliefs around God and religion to the new way of showing up and, and sharing and expressing through spirit 
uh, with strategy and science to kind of to not to back it up, but to give it a different flavor. So we can move into this space of faith, whether it's using the acronym or how it's defined. And we can look at this and go, what's the like, what's the benefit to my life to have this? Well, one is what if you believe that your life was to be of ease and flow? Like, what if you believe that there were no challenges or obstacles or there were no problems? And that's maybe a better even way. What if you believe there were no problems? What would your life look like? Right. And that's one way. I mean, it's easy to say that. And then we need to live it. So how do you how do you live that there's no such things as problems? There's only opportunities while well, through faith. Right. Faith means that we're confident in what we hope for, convinced of what we do not see. So we're facing this obstacle and challenge. We have faith that the outcome will in the end be what we desire. It may look a little bit differently. I talk lots about right when we decide that we're on an up level, the universe conspires with us and gives us these things to move through, gives us presence. And the present may not be wrapped in a blue Tiffany box with a white bow. It might kind of look like when my kids wrapped their first Christmas present. It was a hell of a mess, right? There was duct tape and, um, and packing tape, right? And crinkled, like they took um, crinkled, when they were trying to wrap it, crinkled Christmas present and ribbon. And that was, it was hilarious. It was messy, kind of like my life. It's, it's a little messy, but I have faith that all of these things that are happening in my life happen for a reason. You know, a great example was at the summit. We had a summit last week and we had, we used two different types of technology. We used uh, 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 something called Hey Summit, um, which is a way to put on summits online and keep everyone connected and use it as a website page and uh, Zoom. Both those technologies failed us, like failed, like capital F failed us. And we just rolled with the punches, right? We had faith that everything was happening for us and nothing was happening to us. And we moved through that. All right. So I'm going to share with you a little bit more about actual steps, steps to move from uh, not having faith into faith after this break. Thank you so much. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So before we went to break, I was just sharing new definitions of what faith could mean for you. I shared a personal story about uh, being involved in an MLM company and why he brought faith into his business. And one of the things that I didn't have a chance to share is what I noticed after that was how many successful and and I'm going to talk about apparently financially. So for those of you who are not watching the TV show, you can't see I'm air quoting. Financially successful entrepreneurs are when they have when they have faith. And I don't believe in coincidences. And so that was one of the reasons why I decided to open myself up to like, what would it look like for me or feel like for me if I did bring faith back into my life? And I say bring it back because when I was an Alateen, you know, one of the things that we talked about was higher power and uh, being powerless over alcoholism, but leaning into a higher power and knowing that everything was happening, you know, for a reason. And the amount of um, serenity that I that I created at a very young age, at a time where my life wasn't very serene. I moved out when I was 16 years old, and I just kept the faith that everything was happening for me and nothing was happening to me, knowing full well that there was a reason why I was experiencing everything that I was experiencing, also knowing that I may or may not know what that was until until the end uh, or until some other time. And so I know that I'm here today because of all my experiences of being a, uh, a child of an alcoholic, uh, being an Alateen, being on stage in Alateen and feeling confident enough to be and have a show and speaking from my heart uh, every single week that all comes from that experience. So if we move into what if we were students of faith and we uh, looked at faith as a practice, not something that we had or not something to do, but something that we were being we were being of faith or being faith now i also promised to share with you steps how to steps around the acronyms of faith so in case faith from the spiritual perspective isn't your thing we, we you know i use the acronym of fearlessness or moving really from fear-filled to fearless what i know um, about fear is so we use the old uh, acronym that most people know fear meaning false evidence appearing real. Um, for me, when I'm in fear, it means I actually have an absence of faith. <laughs> uh, another way to say that is there's an absence of love. And I look at love as the capital L, capital O, capital V, capital E, like love, like divine love, not the love that we may experience with a loved one. Right? So we can have this opportunity to tap into this divine love. And divine love is love all the time. So if I'm in fear, that means I'm not expressing love. I'm not allowing divine consciousness to express itself through me. And instead, I have fear because I'm afraid of the outcome. Right? It is an absence of faith. I'm afraid of the outcome. I feel like I can't control the outcome. Right? And for someone who control was so very important. And if control is very important to you and safety and security is very important to you, fear is going to completely stress you out. 
because it's a, it is that absence of those things. So, so how can we move from fear into fearlessness? Well, we can start to, to tell the truth of it. We, and we can start that way by going, here's what I do know, right? So fear is because we're afraid of something that's not even, hasn't even happened. We're projecting something that we think might happen hasn't happened, or we're using our past to go, oh, this happened then, and I'm afraid that it's going to happen now. It's all very, very insidious. So one of the steps that I do is, well, what do I know about this situation, right? And, 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 I, and I will state it like that. I'll write it down, or I'll, I'll say it out loud. Here's what I know for sure. So I only can speak what I know for sure. And as I'm speaking what I think I know for sure, then I'm like, well, that's actually not a for sure thing. So here's an example. We had technical challenges at the summit. Here's what I know for sure. We had technical challenges during the summit. I know that for sure, right? Emails weren't going out. Zoom wasn't working. So I know that. And then I went, okay, here's what else I know. Well, I know for sure that the speakers are going to be angry. Well, that's not true. I don't know that for sure. We didn't have anybody speaker reach out and say, I'm angry. So I was like, well, that's just a made up story in my head. I don't know that for sure, right? I might be afraid of that. I might be concerned about that. So I was like, okay, well, that's not actually truth. I am afraid of that. So what, so, okay, note to self, I'm afraid of the speakers are going to be mad at me. What does that mean? So what meaning am I giving it? Well, the meaning I'm giving it truly was why well, I suck. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I, there's a whole bunch of in between pieces, but it was like, the end result was, well, I suck. Well, I know for sure that I don't suck all of the time. Do I suck sometimes? For sure. But I know for sure, what I know for sure is that I don't suck all the time. So I started to see this false evidence appearing real. I started to see the lack of faith, the lack of trust, the lack of love in my thought process. So all I knew for sure was that technology didn't work and I was relying on the technology to work, period, exclamation mark. So why be afraid? Why make up all the shit that I was making up? Well, that's, we, we, programming does that to us, right? Our past, we go into our past. So it was like, okay, what if there's a speaker that's angry with me? Have I ever faced conflict before? Yes. What I know for sure is that I have faced conflict, right? Has, my, has me facing conflict been 100% successful? No, nope. but what I know for sure is there's, I have a 100% success rate of still being here after a failed conflict resolution because I'm still here. So you see what I'm doing? I'm just, I'm speaking the truth of the capital T and I'm letting go of the stories that I'm making up about the experience. So that's how you move from, from having fear to moving into a place of fearlessness, an absence of fear. You speak your truth. You speak the truth. What do I know is true? What's the truth in this? What else is possible? Those are all great questions. So how do you move from achievement to awareness? This is an awesome one, right? When I'm in achievement-oriented energy, I feel, um, oh, I, I feel it all. I'm up, I'm, I'm up in my head. That means I'm up here, right? I've got my to-do list and it's not really a to-do list. It looks like a brain dump right? A brain dump is where you think of all the thoughts that are going on in your head and you write it down. That's not a to-do list. It's a brain dump. So when I'm in achievement oriented, my task list or to-do list looks like a brain dump. 
there's like 25 things and I have like 30 minutes. Well, that's not going to happen. So I'm just setting myself up to feel unsuccessful, to feel like I'm failing, which would move me into fear. So I can move out of achievement oriented by going into awareness and going, okay, what's going on? What's happening to my body? So I'll tap into my body. What is my body trying to tell me? What am I actually trying to achieve? Like, what's the end result I'm looking for? What's the outcome? What's my intention? And when I notice that it's all achievement oriented, I have to do this. I have to do this. I must do this. I should have done this. I'm shoulda on myself. I'm shooting on myself. I'm coulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I can let that go. And I move myself into awareness and go, okay, so what is the truth, right? What is my outcome? What is my intention? And then what's my next step? I can move from the irritated to intuition. And I almost put irritated to inspired. But the, the, truth, the truth is, for me, at least personally, I must tap into my intuition to let go of the irritation. Because my intuition is guiding me all the way. And if I'm irritated, I'm not tapping into my intuition. Now, your intuition and how you tap into it might look different than mine. My intuition is a knowing. Sometimes I'll feel it at the crown of my head, which is called the crown chakra. Sometimes it's your third eye, which is here. Sometimes it will be in your gut, like gut instinct. What are your guts telling you? Everyone's a little bit different. But I know that if I'm like irritated or frustrated or disappointed, I'm a not in my human design, which is a whole other topic. I'm obsessed with human design. Um, B, it's because I'm not following my intuition. So that what I do to follow my intuition, I literally, I'll put my feet on the ground, I'll close my eyes, and I'll just do some, some breath work. And again, there's lots of different breath work that you can do, right? You can you know, take a, take a pause, make sure you're sitting on your sit bones, right? So you're in awareness of where your body, feel your toes on the ground, your feet on the ground, right? If you have your hands in your lap, feel your hands. And you take deep belly breaths. You can take six heartbeats in, hold for three, six out, or four and two, or one and one. I mean, right? You don't necessarily want to do what's called the breath of fire or anything like that, which is rapid breathing, right? Pumping. You could do that if that tapped you into your intuition. So you want to move from this irritated state to a place of intuition. And next, I talk about tactics to thoughtfulness. Now, again, tactics are important. Like I look at, I think strategy is important. Um, I look at strategy a little bit differently. Because strategy to me is a combination of spirituality and science. And so within tactics is that, that piece. And if you're, if you're all tactical, chances are you're in achievement oriented. And chances are you're in achievement oriented because you are coming from a place of fear. So if you moved it into, what if I move from tactics to thoughtfulness? What does thoughtfulness mean, right? Everyone's definition will be a little bit different. Thoughtfulness for me is taking a moment and going, what do I truly desire? 
And in my, in my, in my in pushing energy, right? Am I trying to make things happen? Am I in that achievement oriented energy? Or can I move myself into receiving energy? Can I move myself into what I call creation and manifestation? And that's done through thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness can also be meditation, right? So we're going to bring, we can bring meditation and thoughtfulness into moving into this faith-based practice. So I am being shown more and more by your guides, by divine spirit, that meditation is a practice that is becoming, and I don't use this word very often, essential. Some sort of meditation practice will be essential. And it's interesting for me because um, when I first started to meditate, I was told, release all your thoughts. And I don't know about you. I mean, I have a neurodivergent brain to begin with. So it like release all my thoughts. Well, that's just not going to happen. So I might as well not meditate. Truly, that's how it is. But it's not about releasing. It's about I'm aware of this thought and I'm letting it go. I'm aware of this thought and I'm letting it go. And then all of a sudden, inspired action comes in. Ooh, that's a cool thought. You still release it, but it's not releasing it as in surrendering it, as in letting go. But aware release, aware, let go, right? That to me is the practice of thoughtfulness. I have this morning uh, mindset group that, I've, uh, that I conduct every morning and at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And today I was sharing a little bit about it with one of the speakers. It was really interesting to me because I had... Um, uh, so, so Kim, the producer, one of the producers here on Inspired Choices Network, uh, she's part of this group. And I asked her to write down her experience of it because I really don't know how to explain. And so she did an amazing job. This is one of the things that she does. One of her superpowers is to take what your thoughts, your feelings, your words and, and trans, uh, transition them uh, transcend them, transform them into something that is like magic. So if you need someone to assist you with writing, I encourage you to, uh, to connect with her. Um, it's been a phenomenal experience that I've had with her. So she, so she shared with me her thoughts, uh, moved me to tears, right? And then I shared this with this woman today. And this woman said, so it's, it's kind of like, um, she said, it's this daily inspiration, but kind of a, a routine, a, a, something that should be a routine for everybody, an inspiration, but almost part of being of a meditative state, because what I do is I channel different uh, messages for the group. And it was this awareness, again, of how much this word meditation is coming up, how I'm being guided. So I shared with you earlier, I'm the bridge from the old way of doing business to the new way of being business. Meditation has been around for thousands and thousands of years. So many um, non-spiritual practitioners don't talk about it, right? And so 
uh, about how important meditation is to them. And when it's, when it is talked about, it's talked about in the sense of you have to sit for an hour and you have to like release all thoughts, which is not going to happen for most people. Right. So there's a way to meditate through thoughtfulness is my point being the last part of the H in faith is to move from right to approach things holistically. Uh, and I, and earlier before the show, I thought it's really moving from this state of holy shit <laughs> to holistic. And I've had a lot of holy shit moments where I feel behind the eight ball. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like I'm not enough. And then what happens is I start spinning or it's kind of like that um, hamster on the wheel feeling, or even like, you know, how the ducks, if you've ever seen a duck float and, you, and it looks like on the surface, it looks so beautiful, right? They're just, and underneath, they might be just doing this. So my holy shit moments feel like this. I'm spinning. I don't, I don't know which way it ends up. Uh, fear comes up. My achievement oriented comes up. It's all connected, right? It's all connected. So how I move my holy shit moments into holistic is I look at things from the perspective of like, what is the truth in this? But I literally will step back and look at things as a whole. So in the universal laws, there's something called the universal law of centered awareness, which means you become the center. So you can even do this. Don't do this if you're driving. <laughs> you can do this where you stand or sit and look around you, right? So if I turned my body, I looked around, I am the center. Wherever I go, there I am. So wherever you go, there you are. You are the centered awareness. And so one of the things that happens is we start, my holy shit moments come because I'm looking outside of myself for validation. And I'm always, then I'm, I instantly move into comparison. Like I suck when it compares to, when I compare myself to anybody else. That's just part of the things that I, that I, I say it's part of my personality. It's part of one of my fears of I'm not enough. And it, it still arises. It doesn't, for me, it hasn't gone away. I don't know if it ever will go away, but I have the tools, the resources to manage it. So when I'm in holy shit, I know that I'm in comparison. I know that I'm in my I'm not enoughness. So I literally will pause wherever I am, center myself and do a like do a room spin and look to see what's look to see around me. And then I remind myself of this law, which is the universal law of polarity, which is if I'm experiencing one thing exact opposite also is here with me I just can't see it and that brings us all back to the definition of faith meaning believing in something knowing the outcome is there but not being able to see it so we can have faith that way right so faith is the belief that you have the power to do all things so whether you use the acronym right? Fearful, fear filled to fearless, achievement to awareness, irritated to um, intuition, tactics to thoughtfulness, or holy shit to holistic. Or you look at your life through the lens of faith in yourself, faith in the higher power, right? And of course, you are a fractal of the energy of divine consciousness. Thanks, Kim. She wrote, 
she has that burned into her brain. Yay. <laughs> you, you are the fractal of energy. And so if you're experiencing this lack of faith, I encourage you to look in, tune into yourself because the faith is starting with you or the lack of faith is starting with you because you're lacking faith in yourself. You don't have complete trust in self. So sometimes you need to lean into the divine source energy of who you are, this fractal of energy, and know that all things are manifested through this divine consciousness. All things are manifested through divine consciousness, and you are a fractal of the energy. All things are manifested through you. And the divine is expressed through you. So the faith isn't about necessarily even, it's about recognizing that you don't have the faith because you have a lack of trust. And then moving into the space of you're the bridge, right? You're the bridge. You're the one. You're the oracle. And so you can tune into yourself and ask, where do I need to build this bridge of faith? Where do I need to build this bridge? How can I move into a space where I can believe that I have the power to do all things? And if you rely on you, the personality, you, the persona to do all things, well, of course, there's a lack of faith. Of course, there's a lack of trust, because up until this point, you haven't made a full commitment to yourself. And there's no blame and there's no shame in that. It's just because you don't know how. You don't know how. It's programming. So I encourage you to move into this space, the space of faith, and ask yourself, what does this mean for you, right? How can you... How can you move? How can you release fear? That's the that's first place to start. So if, I, if someone said to me, Ranchal, where should I start? I would say, look at where you have fear and that's an absence of love. Look at where you have fear. It's the absence of faith. And you start where you are right now. You start with looking at your life in the moment of time. Because all you have is right now. You can't go back into the past. You can't go into your future. It's in the now. So you develop, it's like a, it's a practice. It's like a muscle. You develop faith over time. And you start where you are. Start being radically honest with yourself. Where am I right now? And where do I want to be? I invite you next week to wish to the show and the show next week is from frazzled to fabulous. I'm going to share some of my experiences about when I found out about my neurodivergent brain. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to ignite your success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant. Be you.